Hey everyone, Ben here and welcome to Motivation to Invest. Let's talk Bitcoin. Now a lot of you guys have messaged me and you've asked me to do a video on Bitcoin. So reluctantly, I'm doing a video on Bitcoin. Now let's dive into the headlines first of all. So Bitcoin has recently made headlines for hitting all-time highs at over $30,000 per coin. But let's just talk some facts real quick. Back in 2018, this same thing actually happened. So Bitcoin hit around $20,000 before crashing massively in what was known as the Bitcoin bubble. So the real question is, is Bitcoin now a legitimate investment or is it still pure speculation? Well, in this video, we're going to find out. Now, I don't consider myself an expert on Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, and I'm not going to pretend I am, like many of these people I see on YouTube are. Instead, I'm going to get words of advice from some of the greatest investors of all time. We're going to see what their thoughts are on Bitcoin, both from a bullish standpoint and a bearish standpoint to help us make our own investing decisions. So before we dive into that, if you're new around here, why not consider joining the investing family by hitting that subscribe button and turning that notification bell on. And if you enjoyed this video and do find some value, please give it an early thumbs up. That really helps us to wake up the YouTube algorithm. So let's just level set. This channel, Motivation to Invest, specializes in finding quality companies to invest into. Those with strong competitive advantages, which actually provide real products and services to people in the world. Now, Bitcoin is not a business, it's not a stock. It's what's called an asset, but really the value of this asset is only based upon what somebody else is willing to pay for it. But let's dive into some recent bullish headlines for Bitcoin. So in October 2020, Square purchased $50 million of Bitcoin at around $10,000 each. So since then, Square has made around 3x on that initial investment in paper profits. So Square said it was making the purchase because it believes Bitcoin has the potential to be a more ubiquitous currency in the future, calling cryptocurrency an instrument of economic empowerment that provides a way for the world to participate in the global monetary system. Now, Bitcoin seems extremely popular in Square's cash app, which is targeted at millennials. But Square isn't the only one. PayPal, another fintech provider, historic fintech provider, also followed suit. So in October 2020, PayPal launched a new service enabling users to buy, hold and sell cryptocurrency. And then PayPal then proceeded to go up and buy over 70% of the newly mined Bitcoin in October 2020. So these were two major bullish signs for Bitcoin. So an argument can be made that these financial providers do see value in Bitcoin because their customers, many millennials, want to use Bitcoin and don't trust normal currencies such as the dollar which is understandable due to all this crazy money printing going on. Now let's have a few words from Kathy Wood, the CEO of ARK Invest, an investment firm which specializes in disruptive and innovative technology, and they were the best performing fund of 2020. Go for it, Kathy. And it's once again flirting with $20,000. Can you put a price on your level of bullishness? We are extremely bullish. Uh, our confidence in it has gone up since 2017 because what we saw as, as it dropped from 20,000 to below 4,000, it actually got in well into the threes, I think in 2019, uh, was that Bitcoin's share of the crypto asset ecosystem moved from the low 30% range in terms of value, network values, into the low 70% range. And what did that tell us? 
That confirmed in our mind that Bitcoin is the reserve currency of the, the crypto asset ecosystem. Uh, so it is the reserve cryptocurrency, which is a very important role. It's the flight to safety currency. Uh, it is Bitcoin's technology uh, or Bitcoin's blockchain is the most secure of any other blockchain. And so it makes sense that Bitcoin would be the reserve currency of the crypto asset ecosystem. So I do agree with ARK Invest on some of their points. If you're going to invest into a cryptocurrency, Bitcoin does seem like the reserve currency for all these other cryptocurrencies because there's so many right now and so many new initial coin offerings or ICOs as they're known. So one advantage I would say of Bitcoin over all the other cryptocurrencies is it does have a strong brand. Everybody knows what Bitcoin is. This is similar to the way gold is seen as a hedge against the weakening dollar. However, interestingly enough, I asked myself the question, ARK seems very bullish on Bitcoin, but do they actually own any Bitcoin? So I did a little bit of digging and I couldn't see if they actually own any Bitcoin. So diving into their fintech innovation ETF, the ARK F Holdings, um, we've got 45 holdings here. I can't see Bitcoin anywhere. They do have Square as their number one position, which makes up 10% of the fund. And they also have a large position of PayPal, making up nearly 4% of the fund. So by them being bullish on Bitcoin and potentially pumping it up, that will definitely help their ARK FinTech Innovation Fund. Now, I'm not saying ARK Investing is doing this, but it does seem quite interesting. But that does give an option to some of you guys who may want some exposure to Bitcoin, but also still invest into reputable companies. So you could invest into Square and PayPal, both fantastic companies. I did a full video doing a comparison between these two companies. So I'll leave a link for that video in the description below. Uh, so far as I can tell, there has been no Bitcoin in the ARK Innovation ETF for more than a year and a half. How come? Yes, well, we uh, put it in at a 1% position in 2015 when Bitcoin was $250 and, uh, and we scaled with it. We didn't sell it at all. So it hit 10% uh, uh, of the portfolio, at which point we were forced to sell and we and at the same time there were there was some forking taking place, so we were getting distributions. Uh, and what we learned is that uh, that Bitcoin threw off what's called unqualified income, which is not illegal, but from an IRS point of view, if uh, our portfolios generate more than ten percent of gross profits in unqualified income, which is usually commodity-like income, uh, the IRS allows that 10% and then will confiscate the rest of it. So if we moved into a black swan event where the equity markets imploded and Bitcoin took off, uh, our, our uh, clients uh, would, uh, would uh, be able to keep only 10% of that gain. And we just thought this was uh, this was too much of a risk from a fiduciary point of view uh, to subject our uh, investors to. So what we did is we moved out of it in um, early 18, better lucky than smart, because, of course, we went from $20,000 down to, at the end of 17, down to below 4000 uh, earlier this year. In our fully discretionary portfolios, where we are not subjected to the 40 Act rules of the SEC, uh, our Bitcoin position is about 
uh, 7% right now. Uh, so that is how optimistic we are on it. Now, let's just get things straight. Blockchain is a technology I'm extremely bullish on, and I do see a lot of potential for that in the future. Now, Bitcoin is just one application of blockchain, but there are so many other applications we can look at in the future. So now let's have a few words from a bear on Bitcoin. So this comes from arguably the greatest investor of all time, the legendary Warren Buffett. He states Bitcoin has no intrinsic value and is basically like trading turds. Now, these are his words, not mine. So all you Bitcoin bulls out there, um, comment your thoughts below on Buffett. But here's the clip from Warren Buffett. Go for it, Warren. Charlie said Bitcoin's like rat poison. You were asked about that comment and you said, well, it's probably more like uh, rat poison squared. Uh, Charlie went on in the meeting to then basically call Bitcoin turds. Um, he, he is an expressive sort, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when he gets a little older, he'll, he'll mature. <laughs> I just want to ask you about that because it sparks so much controversy. When you buy a farm, uh, you look at the crop every year and, and what prices are, and you decide whether it was a satisfactory investment. I mean, you, you look to the asset itself and what it produces for you. When we buy a business, we look at what the business earns and decide how we feel about it in terms of what we paid. But we are buying something that at the end of the period, we not only have what we bought in the first place, but we have something that the asset produced. And when you buy non-productive assets, uh, all you're counting on is whether the next person is going to pay you more because they're even more excited about another next person coming along. But the asset itself is creating nothing. <laughs> but at the end of the time, there's one Bitcoin sitting there, and now we've got to find somebody else. And they, and they come to an end. I mean, those, so, yeah, uh, I mean, that's a greater fool theory. That's what you're saying? It, well, yeah, it's, 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 it's buying something because you expect the pool of people who want to buy it because they want to sell it to somebody else will grow. And at a rising price does create more buyers, and people think, I've got to get in on this. And, and it's better if they don't understand it. That's the other thing about non-productive. If you don't understand it, you get much more excited than if you understand it. I mean, if you buy a bond that says it's going to pay you 4% a year, you're not going to get any pleasant surprises. <laughs> it's going to pay you 4% a year. But if you, if you, you can have anything you want to imagine if you just look at something and say that's magic. You can do it with shark's teeth or seashells or, or anything. And, uh, you know, they did it with tulips in, in, in the 17th century in, 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 in Amsterdam. And... and and they'll do it again. I mean, people, they like to speculate. They like to gamble. And uh, if you can get something, particularly if you have something half plausible going on. But Warren Buffett is not alone. The world's largest hedge fund manager, billionaire Ray Dalio, also has three major concerns about Bitcoin. Go for it, Ray. Digital currencies, let me break them out, down into two types. Um, there's the type in which it's like a Bitcoin type of currency. That'll be an alternative currency um, in terms of its supply, demand, and an alternative storehold of wealth. And then there's digital currencies. That means there'll be other types of currencies, let's say the dollar or the euro or the Chinese renminbi that is digitalized. Okay. I think we're going to see a lot more of that second type. But I think that there are three main problems of the first type, the Bitcoin type of, of that. Um, uh, a currency has to be an effective medium of exchange, storehold of wealth, and the governments want to control it. I today can't take my bit Bitcoin yet and go buy things easily with it. 
And as a storehold of wealth, um, it, it, it's so volatile um, that its volatility based on speculation is so much greater that it's not an effective storehold of wealth. And which is also one of the reasons it's a problem to be a transaction vehicle, because if a vendor says, I'm going to get paid in Bitcoin, and they don't know what that means in terms of their other liabilities, that's a problem. And then thirdly, um, you know, governments won't, and when it, if it becomes material, governments won't allow it. I mean, they'll outlaw it, and they'll use whatever teeth they have to enforce that. They would say, okay, you can't have... You can't transact the Bitcoin. You can't have a Bitcoin. So then you have to sort of be almost like, um, is it a felony? And I'm going to have to be a felon in order to transact. They outlawed gold. Um, you know, um, what's what's wrong with gold? Uh, but gold was a storehold of wealth. Uh, no, I wouldn't prefer Bitcoin to gold. Gold that central banks and countries use as an alternative to the regular cash. Um, because each central bank can print cash. But through transaction, through time, when countries dealt with each other, they used gold because they didn't have to worry about being devalued by some country that's going to print the gold. And so it still is our third largest reserves, if you take central bank reserves. The largest is the dollar. The second largest is uh, euros. And the third largest is gold. So if you guys have found some value in this video so far, please give it a big thumbs up. That helps out tremendously with the channel. So we've got a lot to think about there, and here are my final thoughts. So overall, I think blockchain is a fantastic technology and has lots of potential applications in the future. But Bitcoin, Bitcoin is not really an investment. It's a speculation. Because if you buy Bitcoin today, you're betting on somebody else willing to pay more for that Bitcoin in the future. The Bitcoin doesn't really have in itself intrinsic value. Now, there's nothing wrong with investing into something speculative, but the key is to understand and be aware of that. If you're investing into something and you say, okay, this is a speculative bet. It may go 10x. Bitcoin may go to $100,000. Just be aware that it's speculative. Now, the real issue I do see is from a long-term perspective, Governments will always want to control their currency. That's just a fact of life that we will have to deal with because if they don't control the currency, then they cannot collect taxes and the government loses their power. I think if governments or major banks do start to adopt some sort of Bitcoin-like currency, then they will either buy all the Bitcoin in circulation, thus owning the currency again, or they will just create their own version of this cryptocurrency. But I know a lot of you guys are Bitcoin bulls, so I do have an interesting angle which you might want to check out. So another way of investing into Bitcoin or cryptocurrency indirectly would be to invest into a reputable company such as NVIDIA. So NVIDIA is the market leader in graphics cards. They also have a great business with data centers. Now, with all this Bitcoin mining going on, how is all that Bitcoin going to be mined? Well, with graphics cards and processing power, of course. Now, during the last Bitcoin boom in 2018, shares of NVIDIA actually increased massively in price and the company's earnings also increased during that time as more people were purchasing these graphics cards to mine Bitcoin. And I wish you guys luck whatever you choose to do, but please do comment your thoughts below. I'd love to know your thoughts on Bitcoin. Are you bullish on Bitcoin? Are you bearish on Bitcoin? Do you think it will keep on booming? Do you think it will crash in the future? Do you think it has real value? I'd love to hear your thoughts, so please do comment below. Why not join the community by hitting that subscribe button and turning that notification bell on. With that being said, I hope you guys have a tremendous day and I'll see you in my next video. Invest safe.